0: Hello and welcome to Daily Devotions with Father's House Church. My name is Michael Collier and it is a joy for me to share a devotion with you today. We're in a devotional series which we've called Behold. The word behold appears 1,298 times in the King James Version of the Bible and it's a if you take the direct translation from the Greek word "ido," it means to be sure to see. So this devotional series is an opportunity for us to behold, that is, to be sure to see all that the Lord is saying to us this year and revealing to us in Scripture. So we've been going through a few passage of passages of Scripture which begin with the word behold. Today, I'm going to be reading from Habakkuk. Now the prophet Habakkuk is one of the lesser-known prophets, but if you follow the U Version Bible app and the verse of the day, you'll notice that it aligns beautifully. The Lord is at work because Habakkuk two fourteen, which is probably the most famous verse out of Habakkuk, and it has a hymn that I know we sang at school, which says, um, "For the the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea." That's the verse of the day on the U Version Bible app, and I'll be referencing it in my devotion. But today's Behold verse from Habakkuk is chapter 2, verse 4. It's just three chapters, the book of Habakkuk. And it says, Behold, the righteous will live by their faith. Have you ever asked God why it seems the unrighteous prosper? That question is pretty much the setting of the book of Habakkuk. And it echoes a lot of the lament poems of the Psalms. Like the prophet Habakkuk or King David in the Psalms, we may sometimes look out at the world and wonder or feel overwhelmed by the seeming injustice. And we may cry out to God with our struggles, asking why a good God would allow such injustice. And while God certainly does not endorse or condone the injustice and the corruption we see in the world. He does invite us to trust Him that He cares more about the injustice than we do. He cares more for justice. He loves this world more even than we do. And so He invites us to trust Him that He will and is making all things new, that He will make all things work together for the good of those who love Him and are called according to His purpose. And that he will even take that which was intended for harm or for evil and he will turn it to good. God is inviting us to trust in him and in his plan and in his purpose and to not follow the way of the world and allow the way of the world to overwhelm or consume us. God is inviting us to trust in the finished works of Jesus, which will bring about a renewed, just creation and to live now as though that new creation has come. Our key scripture says, behold, the righteous will live by their faith. It is Abraham's faith that was counted to him as righteousness. And scripture says it is impossible to please God without faith. And so God is inviting us as he invites the prophet Habakkuk, as he's struggling with what's going on in the world around him and he wrestles with through with God, God invites him to trust in him, to trust in his purpose and his plan through Jesus. We may get overwhelmed by the world around us and think that we should perhaps take matters into our own hands and define life on our own terms. But God is inviting us to humbly trust in him rather than pridefully pridefully putting our trust in human hands or even in ourselves ourselves. Our key verse of Acts 2 verse 4 actually has a pretext to it. And it compares trusting in God versus trusting in man or trusting in ourselves. It says, behold the proud. So first it says, behold the proud. Before it says, behold the just. Behold the proud. They trust in themselves and their lives are crooked. But behold, the righteous will live by faith. This is an invitation, invitation For humble trust in God versus prideful trust in man or in ourselves, we are invited to trust in God. So this morning, three things to put our trust in God for so that we can behold the righteous will live by faith. Rather than being overwhelmed by the world, we can live by faith. Firstly, we're invited to trust that Christ will prevail. Habakkuk 3 verse 13 goes on. In what is considered Habakkuk's prayer, it says, You came out, Habakkuk speaking about God, You came out to deliver your people, to save your anointed one. You crushed the head of the house of the wicked, stripping him from head to toe. That is a prophetic image pointing forward to Jesus, who came down to heaven to save us, to crush the head of the house of the wicked, to crush the serpent's head through the finished works of the cross and through the resurrection. Colossians 2.15 portrays this picture so beautifully by saying, Jesus made a public spectacle of all the powers and principalities of darkness, stripping away from them every weapon and all their spiritual authority and power to accuse us. And by the power of the cross, Jesus led them around as prisoners in a procession of triumph. He was not their prisoner. They were his. Our invitation through Habakkuk and through Colossians here is that we can trust God that Christ will prevail, prevail, the finished works of the cross. Secondly, we're invited to trust that justice will prevail. In the face of seeming injustice, Habakkuk in the U version verse of the day today, that famous verse says, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. God's glory and justice will cover all the earth and he will be made known. Psalm 94 verse 15 says, for justice will prevail and the upright of heart, the righteous will be vindicated. Our invitation is to trust that Christ will prevail, to trust that justice will prevail. And then thirdly, to trust that faith will prevail. It says, behold, the f- the righteous will live by their faith. How do we know that our faith will see us through for life here on earth and life all Eternity, Revelation 12, verse 11 says, They, being the believers in Jesus, triumphed over him, him being the accuser, accuser. They triumphed over him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. We who have salvation in Jesus triumph over the accuser through the finished works of the cross of Jesus, the blood of the Lamb, and through our testimony of faith in him. Faith will prevail. So may we today, like the prophet Habakkuk and like King David in the Psalms, when we are overwhelmed and cry out to God, may we instruct our souls to put our hope in God. Habakkuk 3.17, the whole book ends by saying, Though the fig tree does not bud and there are no grapes on the vines, though the olive crop fails and the fields produce no food, though there are no sheep in the pen and no cattle in the stalls, Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in God my Savior. Though things don't always go the way that we planned and they don't always look how we hoped they would turn out. Our trust is that he who promised is faithful. So we will put our trust in God because I consider him faithful who has made the promise. The righteous will live by their faith. May we believe that Christ will prevail. May we believe that justice will prevail in the Lord. And may we believe that our faith will prevail because our faith is rooted in him who promised being faithful. May we behold that he who promised is faithful and may we live by faith in him. Let's take a moment to pray. Father, we thank you that you are faithful. You are the same God yesterday, today and forever. So we may put our trust in you. And we are overwhelmed by the world around us. Thank you that you have come down through your son, Jesus Christ, to conquer death, to overcome injustice, and to bring about justice and life in your name. So would we put our trust in you, Jesus, and would we live by faith in you, trusting in your justice and your righteousness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.